talking about the prophetic words from the Holy Spirit of Christ. The prophetic words from the Holy Spirit of Christ. That's P-R-O-P-H-E-S. We have a sure word of prophecy. We don't have to second guess it. We don't have to wonder about it. It's a sure word of prophecy. There's a reason why we have a more sure word of prophecy. And this is why the naysayers want to cancel out the Bible. I'm talking about the Holy Bible. You have some ministers, they stand in the pulpit, and they don't even use the Bible. Got to have the Bible, amen? amen? You got to have the Bible. Even if you are, let me say this, even if you are a new uh minister and you say well I don't know how to go through the scriptures like that at least pick one use the word of God amen Amen. because it is a more sure word of prophecy now listen at this it says we have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto you do well Peter says, you do well and I do well if we take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star in your hearts arise. Okay? He says, you're going to do well, but you got to take heed. You got to look at this as a light that's going to shine in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. He says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men and women of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Now, this this is very important. Amen? Amen. This is important because Peter is letting us know, the apostle Peter is letting us know, you've got a sure word of prophecy. Okay? You don't have to second guess the word of God. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to wonder, well, is that right? Is that correct? No. The word of God is a sure word. Amen? Amen? Listen what it says in verse 21. It says, for the prophecy came not In old time. Now that word old time is Old Testament. Okay? So so the prophecy came not in the Old Testament by the will of men or women, but holy men and women of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So the Bible that you hold in your hand is a prophetic book. Lift up your Bible. Amen? Amen? Lift up your iPad and your telephone. You have the Bible on there. That is a prophetic book. Okay? Now, what in the world, Pastor? Some of this might be re-stirring you, but we're going to do it anyway. Amen? Amen. Because God said so. There's too much going on in the world. They're trying to counsel the word of God out, but God wants us to know that his word is a sure word. Don't allow anybody. Don't allow anybody to cancel the Bible or the word of God out of your life. Amen? Amen. Don't let it happen. Don't let the devil do it. Don't let people with the devil in them do it. 
take a stand. Amen? Amen. So, prophecy is the ability to speak in a language understood by the believer. Okay? Every Sunday when I get up to bring the word of God, I am prophesying. Okay? Why? Because I'm not speaking in a foreign language to you. I am speaking in a language that you can understand. Every time God sends you to minister his word to someone, that is prophecy. Prophesy means to teach, preach. It does mean to foretell but it means also to declare. Amen? So anytime God sends you to someone and he sends you to them to give them the word of God, because we're going to talk about that, prophecy is not something you make off the top of your head. It's not something you come up with in the middle of the night. It's not something that you, you say, oh, I think this sounds good. I think I'm going to go out and I'm going to tell everybody this. No, that is not prophecy. Amen? So first of all, prophecy is a language that you speak in. It is the ability to speak in a language understood by the believer. They are words, here's the key, here's the key. They are words that are inspired and given by the Holy Spirit. Mm. That is the difference between me speaking off the top of my head, coming up with what I want to come up with, watch this, or putting something together that I think would be good for you to hear. Same go for you. That's not prophesying. You can't go around just because you pull up something, you know, or you make up something and say, oh, I'm prophesying. No, 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 no. Prophecy is an inspired word. Watch this given by the Holy Spirit. It only comes through God. Hey, shut up, hey, that's why you have that Bible. It is called Logos. And then when God gives a word to give to people, he pulls from the word. There is no prophecy that you just pull out of the sky. It's going to come from the word of God. If somebody gives you a word, you ought to be able to find it in the word. Let me show you what I'm, what I'm talking about. If, some, if I come to you and I say God is going to bless you, God is going to bless you with this and God is going to bless you with that, or in the morning God is going to open this door, guess what? The word blessing is in the word of God. Amen. Is it not? Amen. So we know God is a blesser, okay? Prophecy is also, we talked about this on last Sunday, it is to encourage exalt and comfort okay now some people say well if you come to me with a word and it says you know oh the Lord really wants you to do better in this area the Lord really wants you to kind of pick up some speed in this area that's not prophecy that didn't encourage me that didn't exalt me but it should because God is coming to you in love saying I need you to do this this and this because it's going to help you to be able to do this, this, and this. So when God comes with a word to straighten, it is always to straighten so you can do better and what? Move forward. Okay? No, 
I don't want to be rebuked. I don't want to be told what I'm doing wrong. But if you're never told what you're doing wrong, how will you advance? If you're going to keep making the same mistake over and over and over, then you're going to stay in a pattern that will not allow you to go forward. And then you wake up every year. We're about to enter into 2023. And we wake up every year, and we always say this at the end of the year, I'm going to do better. I'm going to make changes. But when God says, uh, go down there and tell them how to make the changes, you got to receive it. Amen. Or, or when you open the Bible and you see, wait a minute, that's, we, you know, we know, we know. You're reading something, and you say, oh, that sounds like that fits me. Don't reject it. God is straightening so you can advance. Yes. You want to advance, don't you? Amen. You don't want to keep going down the wrong road all your life, right? Amen. Making the same mistakes, right? Because that's called what? Wasting time. Somebody say that's called wasting time. And we don't have any time to waste. So prophecy is the ability to speak in a language understood by the believer it is words that are inspired and given by the Holy Spirit. Prophecy is not just inspired preaching. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. Prophecy is not just inspired preaching. I, I need to stop right there. Some people say, ooh, how in the world do you preach like that? It's, it's inspired. What does that mean? Inspired means it is God's thoughts being placed within your heart and then you release them out of your mouth. That's, that's inspired speaking by the Holy Spirit. Inspired preaching by the Holy Spirit is God's thoughts that he transmits into your heart by his spirit and then you open your mouth and speak. That's the only way I want to preach. Amen. Amen. I, I, I get so tired of people asking me, well, why you got to study? I'm thinking, what? I'm sorry. I tell them, you got the wrong person. I'm not one of these ministers that say, well, you know, I preached that message. I can preach it again. Or let's just hash up something and run in there and give it to them real quick. That's not me. Amen. Okay. The only way you're going to hear words again from a message is because the Lord told me to go that way. But if you notice, when he tells you to go that way, he takes it higher. He's going to add to it. Amen? So if you say, okay, I want to operate in that gift of prophecy, then that means you're going to allow the Holy Spirit of God to inspire you. You're going to spend some time with him. You're going you're to get sit somewhere quiet and say, Lord, by your spirit, speak to me, lead me in your word. Just like the, the scripture that Minister Ralph read this morning. I know that had to be inspired by the Lord. Amen. Okay? That's a form of what? Prophesying. Yes. You speak in a language that everybody can understand, but yet, guess what? It came from God. So if you want to be inspired in your speaking, inspired in your preaching, inspired in your ministry to people, you have to put in some time with the Lord. You have to put in some time with his word. 
Because it's only going to come by the what? The Holy Spirit. It, it, it's not something you put out of the air. Amen? Amen? All right, let's see what the Lord says. Thank you, Father. That's why they're trying to get rid of the Bible. Let me show you. Let me finish reading. Prophecy is not just inspired preaching. Neither does it proceed from human reasoning. Uh-oh. So it doesn't come from human reasoning. It does not come, listen at this, from human learning, human education, or seminary training. Now, now let, hold that thought right there. Have you ever heard me say, you can go into a place and they can open the Bible and just read the scriptures, but you don't feel nothing. You ever heard me say that? Mm. See, your training, whenever I'm sitting there and I say, would you please do this? Would you please do that? I'm listening for that sound. <laughs> so you say, I know how to read. I know what the letters mean. That's not what I'm, I know you know how to read. That's not what I'm listening for. I'm listening for God. Amen. I'm listening for the inspirement. Yeah. There are a lot of ministers and preachers, apostles, bishops, evangelists, uh, teachers, pastors that have gone to seminary and it's dull and boring. Wait a minute, though. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. But it's the word. Yeah. But to be like, huh? Huh? It doesn't stir. It doesn't move. And let me say this, God is not after feelings, but the Bible said, Jeremiah said, it's like fire, shut up in my bone. So the word of God, when it goes out, it ought to be like fire. I'm listening for a sound. I'm listening for God. I'm trying to see where's the inspirement at. And once I hear it, I'm going to encourage you. Make sure you go back to God. Ask him for what to say. People say at KSL, I don't know why Pastor Ann want us to get up and open with scripture and prayer. What is that all about? Oh, Lord, she want me to do scripture and prayer. Why you want me to do scripture and prayer? Because that's the beginning. Amen. That's the beginning. Yes. Scripture and prayer ought to be inspired by the Lord. When you, when you get up to do scripture and prayer, you ought to have asked God, what do you want me to say? What scripture do you want me to use? Because what you have to understand is whoever you're ministering to, whoever you're talking to, whatever congregation you're speaking to, they belong to God. Amen. That's true. When I get ready to minister to one-on-one, -on -one, I'm asking God, what do you want me to say? I have no idea what you want me to say. And even if I don't understand it, I still say it because God told me to say it. Amen. And that's the way you got to be. Even for your, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Even for yourself. Lord, what do you want me to study today? Holy Spirit, guide me today as I open the word of God. As I open this Bible, lead me to the scriptures you want me to, to see and read and pray and understand. Amen. We got to start relying on the Holy Spirit because I'm telling you, you got a lot of naysayers out here that are wanting to cancel out the Bible. Stick with the word of God. So prophecy is not inspired preaching. It, it is not just inspired preaching. It is not just inspired preaching, but it does not proceed from human reasoning, learning, 
education, or seminary training. Like all the other gifts, it is made possible, it is made possible only by the supernatural operation of the Holy Spirit. And that's why it's sad when I see people that God is trying to train and mold, stay in themselves, will not break out of themselves, will not allow the Holy Spirit to help them. They stay in a pattern. And that's why the Lord has to reach down and 99.5% of the time get the foolish people because they know they're not educated. They know they need God, and they cling to him. They cling to every word he says. Why? Because they know, oh, I got to have God in order to do this. I need the Lord. I'm not that smart. I'm not that intelligent. I need the Holy Spirit, his supernatural power, to cause me to be smart, to cause me to be intelligent. Somebody say, get out of yourself. The prophetic word. You say, well, what in the world is the prophetic word? It's the gospel. It's the Bible you hold in your hand. It's the Bible on your iPad. It's the Bible on your phone. The prophetic word, the gospel of Jesus Christ, watch this. It is a shining light. Wow. The dismal or dark place is the world. So basically, as the world is getting darker, guess what we're going to need? Thank you, because it's a light. Uh, what does what the King David pen? That word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's going to show me which way to go. And guess what? Not only is it going to show me which way to go, it's a sure word. Hey, don't deviate from the word. Don't let them make you deviate from the word. Don't let the devil make you think you're smarter than God. I don't want to be smarter than God. The dawning of day signals the end of this present church age. That's what that means. So basically, if you remember the prophetic word that God gave, I'm going to teach, I'm going to preach, I'm going to prophesy, if you don't mind. I'm not going to bore you, because when I feel that happening, we got to go. (laughs) It's time to go back to the house, amen? Amen. Okay. Just think about this. The Bible says we have a more sure word of prophecy. And at the same time, God gives rhema words. Say that with me. Say, we have a more sure word word of prophecy. prophecy. And yet, yet God God sends sends rhema words. You know how many rhema words God has sent in this house? That's where you get those declaration cards from. And and next year is not going to be any different. The word that God has already put together for next year, what are we supposed to do with that word? We're supposed to take that word and live here while the world is here. So God is giving you resources. You just got to what? I like that. You got to tap into them. You got to tap into them, KSL. I have to tap into them. You have to tap into them. We got to start using it. This is not a joke. This is our life. This is our life. Let's see here. We're going to take our time. 
Because I intend to get it right. I intend to get it right. You remember? This is a prophetic word that God sent us on May 12th, 2021. This was in 2021. And can I say something? When a word goes through your mouth, or when the word comes through my mouth, and it all comes from the Lord, that word is a what? Eternal word. That's an eternal word. Today is October the 16th, 2022, correct? This was given on May 12th, 2021, on a Wednesday afternoon, and I brought it to the church on that Sunday, and it says, the Holy Spirit spoke and said, we're living in the days of salvation, the days of the Holy Spirit, and the days leading up to the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. You remember that? And to me, it has not, we haven't deviated from that. We're still in the day of salvation. What does that mean? It means people can still get saved right now. Amen. What does it mean we're living in the day of the Holy Spirit? This is his time. This is the time of God's spirit where he can deal with us, live inside of us, uh, commune with us, lead us, guide us, teach us, bring all things back to our remembrance when we give him an open door. When we get somewhere and sit down and get quiet and say, Holy Spirit, minister unto me. Amen. Okay? And we are still in the days leading up to who? Jesus Christ. Now, I don't know if you all heard the news, but they're throwing around some really dangerous words. Putin is saying there, there might be another apocalypse. There's going to be an apocalypse. President Biden is saying uh, we, we, we're coming close to an apocalypse. You know what that means? That's the destruction of everything. Those are dangerous words. And what is wrong with Kenye West? <laughs> Tell me, he woke up, he was a little bit sleepy, but when he wake up, he just gonna go crazy and kill himself some Jews. Is he crazy? Yeah, yeah. So Twitter clo closed his account. <laughs> Instagram closed his account. I said, you fool. Don't you know they can come put you in jail for that? Yes. Talking about killing another nation, another group of people of another nationality. Are you crazy? And he, he sent it. He, he pushed the button that said send. <laughs> Spirits are real. We are living in a time of evil spirits. They have been here since the beginning, since sin entered the world. Guess what? They need a body. And if you don't watch yourself, they will use you. And look, you will be just uh, opening the door to evil spirits. And eventually what they do is then they cause you to kill yourself. You annihilate yourself. You destroy yourself. They keep ministering to you and ministering to you and ministering to you in that down position, and you have no power. Yeah, we're living in a time. I'm telling you, preachers getting up, and they preaching, and they don't even use the Bible. They don't even give scriptures anymore. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. It's the power of God. Every time you use the scriptures, you are using power. Amen. 
It's the power of God. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Well, what is salvation? It's the power of God unto healing, health, deliverance, safety, preservation, and prosperity. It opens the door for all of that. Why? Because the gospel itself is powerful. I'm just looking at these crazy people. And then the Lord began to speak to me. He says, because I keep journals. He says, how far can you go with visions that have shown you of yourself? I said, I can go as far as my granddaughter being 17 years old. I can go as far as me being here alone without my parents, without my husband. I can go that far. I can go that far. He says, so I need you to understand something. They're talking, but I still I am in control. Amen. I said, that's right. That's right. If you know anything about the book of Paul and Timothy, where Paul was talking to Timothy, you got 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy. Paul told Timothy to take all of his prophecies and wage a good warfare. He says, you can take those prophecies. Let me see. I want to find that today. See, a lot of times we get words from the Lord and we toss them because they haven't come to pass uh, like Burger King. This is not Burger King. It's not done in a flash. Okay? Let me, let me, I want you to see this. He says, you can take those prophecies, Timothy, and wage a good warfare. Let me go back. So what I do is any dreams that God give me, I put them in a journal. Any, any words that God give me, I put them in a journal. I don't just toss them. And I don't even tell myself, oh, you're going to remember it. Nope. Uh-uh. I write it down. I date it so that I can what? Go back to it. I want to find that. He told him to wage a good warfare. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. He told him the prophecies. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. Just give me a minute. Pray that I find it. Pray that I find this. Let's see. Oh. Let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. I want you to go. I want you to go. Go to second. We're going to find it. We're going to find it. I wasn't looking to go here today. Okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. All right, I want you to get 1 Timothy chapter 1. And I also want you to put your hand on 
2 Timothy, amen, chapter 3. So let's, I want you, and I want you to write this down. So you don't understand how powerful your dreams are. And I'm, let me say this, please don't go home and try to make yourself have a dream. Because I have people that do that. After a message like this, the next thing I know, they're calling me the next, by the end of next week, and they've had this dream. And I'm saying, oh, here we go. Here we go. No, you, you don't make yourself have a dream. You don't make yourself get a word. You just keep living. You read the word of God. You study the word of God. You live right. You repent. Amen. You make yourself available to the Holy Spirit of God to speak to you. Well, how do I do that? Read the word. Make time to read the word. Make time to pray. Make time to talk to God. And you can talk to God just like you talk to your friend, your husband, your wife. You can talk to the Lord. First Timothy. And look at verse 18. And so Paul told Timothy, he said, this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them, is that in your Bible? Amen. That thou by them mightest what? War a good warfare. Please, somebody put 20 stars by that. <coughs> Please highlight that. Every dream that God gives you, every word that God gives you, even in your study time, the word that God gives you, I write that. When God gives me a special word, I, I write it in my journal. I date it because I want to, what, what am I doing? I'm holding on to every word, every dream, uh, the scriptures. Why? Because when it comes time to do warfare, I can wage a good warfare just by those. Just by those. So I was able, okay, middle of the night, I'm sick as a dog. My family's asleep. I'm not going to call anybody. I'm talking to the Lord. Okay? I'm talking to God. And the Lord reminds me of dreams and age, dreams and age. And I said, oh, that's right. So then I began to rebuke the devil. I began to let him know, you're a lying wonder. I will be here because I've, God has shown me that I will be here for this time and this period of time. And, and see, this is why you need to spend time in your word. This is why you need to pray and seek the Lord and even set up small fast so you can make yourself available to the Lord. But I'm going to tell you the way to really do it, read the word. Read the word. Go over the word. Go over the word. Go over the, read the word. Go over the scriptures we get in here. It makes you available to the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Because then what he does, he takes what's in you, and he's able then to, to put together a word for you or for somebody else. But he uses the word that's already in you. But if there's no word, he doesn't have anything to draw from. Because he's not going to draw from the soap opera. He's not going to draw from uh, as the world turn and uh, uh, your, your best-selling fiction book. He's not going to draw from that. God is the word. He's only going to draw from the word. You need to get in the word. Amen. You need to get in the word. You need to make time for the word. 
Come on, I want to prophesy. Okay, well, right now you don't have anything for him to draw from, so you can't have something to say. Get in the word, get in the word, make time. You see what I'm saying? I bind this spirit right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This spirit that's trying to cancel out the word of God. Let me tell you something, honey. The naysayers might be canceling out the word, but you as a Christian should not be doing that. You, if you don't have no love for the word of God, you better ask God to give you a love for his word. Amen. If it's boring to you, if it's dull to you, you better start praying now. You better get that altar out now at your house Amen. and hit your knees and say, Lord, help me to break out of this flesh. I don't want to be just a flesh man or a flesh woman. I don't want to be just carnal. I don't want to be a carnal Christian full of the flesh. I want to be a spiritual Christian led by the Holy Spirit. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. Yes, Lord. Because the end of this church age is going to happen. Whether you wanted to or whether I wanted to, guess what? We've already shared somewhat from the word. We came out of eternity. Guess what we're headed back to? And that's with God or without God. Whether you like it or I like it or not, we came out of eternity. We're headed back to eternity. And that's with God or without God. You say, what do you mean by that? You will either spend eternity with the Lord or you will spend eternity in hell separated from God. And guess what? You can't stop it. You think you're so big and bad and you can stop everything? You can't stop this. Everybody is on that little belt. Every minute. Every second. It's turning. Whether you want to go or not. Whether you want to go or not. Hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. I got up this morning and I said, Lord, I thank you. My knees not hurting. My legs not hurting. I said, I know it's you. Woo! I know it's you. I said, I feel a little pep in my step. I feel health in my body, but I know it's you. Amen. I know who it is. Amen. And young people, don't you fool yourself. You on the converter belt as well. You better learn how to respect your elders. Because one day you're going to be an elder. And I don't mean an elder in the church. You're running real fast right now. I know your muscles standing tall right now. I know your beauty looking pretty good right now. And I thank you, Father, for your word. Because his word says, I will beautify the meek. With salvation. But as time go on, things change. I say it do change. And except for the Lord. I say except for the Lord. Huh? You're going to feel a little ache. You're going to feel a little slow. You're going to feel, I don't want to be bothered with that. No, I don't want to see that. No, leave me alone. Keep living. Keep living. You're going to need him. The 
that's why when I'm out and about and men looking at me, I be saying, to myself, you don't want me, honey. This ain't nothing but the glory of God. God take this glory off, you're going to run out the house. You're going to wish you had a never. Yeah, seriously. You, you don't want none of this. It's the glory. <laughs> it's the glory. You know why it's the glory? Because I asked God. I said, let me age gracefully. If, I, if, if, if this is the way I have to go, I mean, I'm going to be here a long time to minister to your people. At least let me look nice. Amen. Halfway decent. I don't want to be bent over and... And I don't. I don't. No, you may as well talk to God like you, you know. Amen. The Bible said, tell the truth and shame the devil. Amen. Amen. That's right. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Stop playing. Amen. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time, says the Lord. It's time now. Time for what? Time to come up. Time to come up. When the train started back up, the world has went further into sin, corruption, and disorder. The body of Christ better wake up and make up in your mind you're going to stick with the word of God, that that is your hope, that is your light, and you better let that light from the word shine in your heart and lead you and guide you. You better understand that just because you're in a blessed place. See, some of us, we need to wake up. Just because you're in a blessed place, everybody's not there. I'm talking about in the world. I'm talking about in the world. I'm talking about in the world. Amen. There are people who are out here suffering and hurting. Yes. Yes. That's why when I fix my breakfast, when I drink my coffee, when I'm sitting there, I'm saying, Lord, I thank you for this meal. Because I know that I know that I know it's you. When I go to the closet and the Lord said, uh, I want you to wear this today and I want you to put that with it, da 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 da. And I said, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the outfit. Amen. It wasn't, I wasn't so smart to get it. I wasn't so smart to put it together. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the, 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 the finances that I needed. It's you, Jesus. Amen. We better start giving God his glory. We better start breaking down and giving God his glory for where we are and what we got and what we have. Those people over in Ukraine, don't you know they wanted to go back home? They can't even go home. They had to pack up what little stuff they had that they could carry with them and get out of their homes and leave. Life is happening all around us, so wake up. You say, why you want me to wake up? Maybe it'll make you grateful. Hello? Maybe you'll be grateful for what you do have. And for where you are. Hello? Knowing that all things come from God. God is the blesser. You didn't bless yourself. You didn't wake yourself up this morning. You didn't get where you are by yourself. God is helping you. 
And sometimes we need to break in our hearts. All the time you might not fall on your knees. All the time you might not fall on your face. But you ought to fall within yourself and say, Lord, I thank you, Jesus. I give you all the glory. Because there's a people out here hurting. Oh, yes, it is. While we got our nose tooted up in the air like we did something. Like it's by our smarts that we got where we are. That's a lie. It's the Lord that got you where you are. Like you so smart, like you got it all together, like you got your future in your hand. Well, you don't. Folks out here murdering people on a dime. I mean, just don't don't look at me. Don't touch me. Just shooting folk. And God woke you up this morning. You put on your clothes with the help of the good Lord. You got in that car, that transportation, came down to the church, walked through the doors. He's still God. I say he's still God. He's still God. It's not because you're so wonderful. It's because God is so wonderful. You survived it because God brought you through it. You overcame it because the Lord brought you through it. You didn't come through by yourself. So you don't understand the higher you go in God, the enemy challenges you. I'm going to tell you the truth. I know you don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Now, most churches not going to tell you this because they don't want you to run out the church. They don't want you to leave the church. But the higher you go in God, the devil will challenge you. So Paul told Timothy. See, Timothy was a young pastor. He was a young pastor. And Paul was an agent, apostle pastor, bishop, and all these things. And so he was training him in the way of the Lord. And he began to explain to him, Timothy, you got a key. Here's your key. The prophecies that you have received, the prophecies that you got to receive, you can wage a good warfare with those prophecies, with those dreams. World getting darker and darker. 50 years from now, my Lord, where you think the world going to be? I said, what do you think it's going to be? Healing and community will shine. It's in the shine, Anna. Shine for me. Shine. I want you to put stars by so you'll remember. Get you some, I've been told you this, get you some journals. Keep up with the words that God give you. Keep up with the dreams that God give you. Keep up with the messages. Keep up with the prophetic words that go forth in this ministry. Because it's God. It's God. 
1 Timothy 1.18, this charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest well war a good warfare. Mm. What you say, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. 2 Timothy. Hmm. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Paul, he tells uh, young Timothy, the pastor, he says, teach the truth. Don't come up with no game saying lying words. Preach the truth. Well, there's only one truth. That's the word of God. Amen. There's only one truth. Open your Bible. I don't care how old you are. If you 12 and up today, open your Bibles. Read your word, male and female. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, charity, and patience. This is, this is the Apostle Paul talking to a young preacher. He says, follow my example, Timothy. Saints of God, follow God's example. Paul told him, uh, you know my doctrine. Uh-huh. He says, you know my man of life. You know my purpose. You know my faith. You know how, I have, how I've had to have long-suffering and love and patience. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I'm going to have to have all of these. Uh-oh, he go to work. You don't hear no more in the church. Paul told him, he says, you even know my persecutions. You know my afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystris. What? Persecutions I endured. Uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Timothy. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Amen. See, you got to get over that it's coming. You got to get over that it's here. You got to know the Lord going to bring me through. He going to bring me through. He going to bring you through. Stop running. Stop being afraid. And, and some of us better empty out. We're angry. We're hurt. Yeah. We're carrying unforgiveness over what people has done to us. But guess what? Not only are you caring what other people did to you and you haven't let it go, you're beginning to lash it out on other people. Amen. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. It's coming out in your speech. It's coming out in your attitude. It's coming out in your action. And you think you're hiding it real good, but you're not. I said, but you're not. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, but the Lord. Deliver them out of them all. Hey, hey, hey. It's today, Anna. I'm here today. I'm here today. Yes, Lord. It's me. It's me. Yes, Lord. It's me. <laughs> yes, Lord. It's me. It's me. It's me. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. He says, It's me. It's me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Yes, Lord, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, Lord. He sat on a shine. He said, shine now. I don't want you to shine. I want you to shine. Shine, shine, shine. Shine, shine, shine. Shine, shine, shine. Let me tell you something. There are days you feel really good. There are days you feel really bad. On the days you feel really good, you better pray through. Amen. On the days you feel really bad, you better pray through. Amen. It's not, oh, oh, today I feel really bad. The Lord doesn't love me. Where is the Lord? What did, what did he say? The song, the Holy Ghost power. He, he said, uh, they said, where are the, the, the bright sunshine that you promised me uh say i almost gave up until a power from heaven do you know that sometimes you're gonna almost give up until the power starts stirring and you begin to go with it and you say wait a minute i can do all things 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 through christ who strengthens me I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I'm blessed of the Lord. I'm, I'm strong. I'm whole. I'm healthy. Hello, I'm blessed. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. You call you the Yeah, you're the bullshit. Yes, those days are coming to try you. But you got to come out with the Holy Ghost power. You got to let the word start stirring in you and bring your mind up and bring your mind out. But he don't have nothing to work with if you don't get in the word. You got to get in the word. So he can have something to bring up, something to work with. It's shining now. Keep shining, keep shining, keep shining. Keep shining. It's me, it's me, it's me. Yes, Lord. It's me, it's me. It's me. It's me. Verse 12. I know you don't want to hear it, but here it is. 2 Timothy 3 and 12. Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. There you got it. There you go. There you go. Money and all. Money and all. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. I don't care how many cars you got. I don't care how big your house is. I don't care where you live at. It's coming. Amen. You better have Jesus. Amen. You remember what Jacob you remember, remember, remember I told you about Jacob? He was blessing his sons. And when he got to Joseph, he said, boy, I'm going to bless you with a blessing that your grandpappy didn't give you. <laughs> he said, Joseph said, what is that? When my grandpappy was rich, Abraham was rich, what more could you give me? He said, Jesus. He said, I'm going to give you the blessing above all blessings. Amen. What's that, granddaddy? Jesus, Amen. I'm gonna give you something to help you live. Amen. I'm gonna give you something to help you enjoy. And if you don't believe me, let me just tell you something. I could go anywhere I want to go. Do just about anything I would like to do. But there's a warfare. 
and the enemy says, nope, I'm not going to let you enjoy it today. And you have to say, uh-uh, I've got to fight for this. Uh-huh. i got to keep my faith on for this. Yeah. No, no, no. You're not going to hold me in a holding pattern. Yeah. Come on. Uh-uh. I got to break out. I got to trust God. I got to have faith in the Lord. I, 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 got, to, I got to know that the word is true yeah. and just do it any old way. Amen. I got to do it any old way. Sometimes you're going to have to live any old way. Amen. In spite of what's going on around you, Amen. in spite of what other people are saying, Amen. in spite of what's going on in the world, Amen. you just got to get up and live. And don't just live, enjoy the living. Because it'll try to put you in a holding pattern. The devil will try to hold you in misery, discomfort, huh? Disencouragement. He'll try to hold you there. And so I had a little talk with Jesus. Told him all about my problems. He will hear you by and by. Oh, my God. He says, okay, here it is. Let's lay the map out. Do you want to go here? He said, now, you know you don't want to go there. You know you don't want to go there. You don't want. He says, but you know you want to do this and you want to do that. I said, yeah, let's do that. Let's do this. God is your friend. Amen. I said, God is your friend. He is your help for real. Jesus said, except I go away, the comforter will not come. Well, who is the comforter? It is the Spirit of God. It is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit of God. He's your friend. He's your friend. So I've been having myself for just a grand little time. I have, in spite of. I said, oh, Lord, thank you for, 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 for opening my eyes. Thank you for letting me see this and this. And thank you for letting me see now. I'm not going to waste my time there, and I'm not going to waste any time there. And you know what, really, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Somebody said, stop wasting time. Get down to the real deal. Ask the Lord to help you put your life together. What you do, you just wake up. I wish somebody, this is what God showed me. I would turn the light off at the house and turn it back on. Turn the light off, turn it back on. He said, that's the way it is. Night come, day come. Night come, day come. You still the same. same yeah. st- still in the same whatever. Still saying the same thing. Still, and you will live like the devil will keep you there until it's time to go. What have you accomplished? What did you enjoy? <laughs> no, you couldn't. You didn't because you let the devil hold you. Yeah. See me after service. I got an order to make. I went in that china cabinet. I took that china down. I fixed my breakfast on that china. I got them gold spoons out. Teacup out. I sat at that table. I looked out that window. Honey, I felt like I was in the Bahamas somewhere. I got my husband pitch up. I said, see ya. I said, I'm having breakfast in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> Why you resting? Amen. 
No, because when I'm gone, all they're going to do is probably either sell it or, or talk about who it belonged to. And, oh, no, mama told me I had China. Oh, no. You better wake up and live. He's only given us one life on this side. It's only one. See, when we come back, we're going to be different. Things will be different. So the way we're living now, we are a spiritual being having a natural experience. You are a real spirit. But you get to eat, you get to drink, you get to watch movies, you get to talk to people, you get to interact and fellowship with people, you get to go see places the way they are now. That's not going to last forever. So stop wasting time. Stop wasting time. You're getting older. Yeah, that body tell you, that hair telling you. I know you went and got you some gray remover and... The saints can do fun things. The saints can live. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Everything God made, he made it for the just. But you letting circumstances hold you. Oh, I can't do nothing now. I'm lost without this. I can't live no more. Shut up. I just want to get up from there. Get up from there. I bet you they haven't stopped. I bet you they haven't stopped living. And I'm going to say this, and I know y'all think I'm just whatever, but I'm really not. I'm in my right mind. I, I, I know who I am. I know how to drive that car. I know how to take care of business. I guarantee you, me being here and my husband being with the Lord is not stopping him. Because every time God allows me to see him, he tells me up front, I cannot stay. <laughs> Don't try to hold on to me, sister. You better get yourself together Amen. with the Lord. Amen. And I, I woke up. I said, wait a minute. He even letting me know. You can sit around if you want to and, and just waste your life away and grieve and And I'm not talking about doing anything out of the whatever. Come on, now bring your mind back in. I'm talking about living as a Christian. I'm talking about enjoying life as a Christian. You better get a journal. You better get a journal. You better write down your dreams. You better, you better... You better write down your dreams. You better write down the words that God give you. You better write down the words that God sent up in here. And then you better start waging war against that devil with them. None of the scriptures, none of the scriptures are in a human origin. It is God's interpretation, not man's. We have no man's opinion 
in the holy writings. It is all God's interpretation of things. That Bible you hold in your hand, none of it. Old Testament, New Testament, none of it came from man. All of it was God and is God breathed. Amen. That's why I keep a King James Version at the house, on my phone, on my iPad. I like all the other things. They're so wonderful, but give me my King James Version. Amen. I want my King James Version. Go back to 2 Peter. I know what, what happened. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, go back to 2 Peter, and we're about to close. Because this is the day that the Lord had made. Amen. And we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm telling you, you better turn that TV off. Tell me that you want to be like this one and this one, and you want money like this one. Do you know God will bless you in such a way you don't go through the sorrows that they go through? Amen. Let's get real. Because there is some sorrow that comes with that. But God will put you there, put you in a place, and all of that don't come with it. And you're sitting there looking at them like, All right, God could have blessed you. What he said, the blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich, but it adds no sorrow. Life is too short to be spending all your life toiling. Once you get to a certain... Once you get to a certain place, how about you stop and smell the roses, please? Because if not, somebody going to smell them for you. If you don't stop it, somebody going to smell them for you. I'm talking about people, Carter. They got so much. That's not enough. They got to keep on and keep on. And you just, you looking like, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, all right, so when is enough going to be enough? When you going to stop and enjoy? Yeah. I'm talking about really indulge. Yeah. And they just keep it. And then one day you hear, oh, they lived a good life. They had a prosperous life. <laughs> and didn't, en didn't enjoy anything that God had blessed them with. Nothing. Or they keep going and running till their body break down. Oh, but it's one more. Gotta get to one more. Gotta get. And I'm going, what? What? That's fear. F-E-A-R. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. We are not to live in fear. We are to live in faith in God. Hush, It's time. It's time. It's time. Somebody say, it's time. 
Say it's time to trust the sure word. Say it's time to live by the sure word. Say it's time to know the sure word. We have no man's opinion in the holy writings. It is all God's interpretation of everything. No prophecy of the scripture represents an individual's interpretation. But men and women spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Go back to 2 Peter. Oh, we got to read this before I close out. Oh, we going to read it. Is that all right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to let you out here. And you're going to have plenty of time to go enjoy a good meal. Uh, go enjoy, enjoy brunch. Uh, go enjoy the, the blessed air out here. Come on here. 2 Peter. Chapter 1, verse 19. We're going to read it all the way through. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. What is he saying here? He's saying stay in the word till it get down in your heart. I said stay in the word, read the word, study the word until it's in your heart and coming out your mouth. Is that understood? Don't give me this baloney. Oh, I read it on yesterday, and then don't pick it up no more to Easter. The devil crazy. Study the word until it gets in your heart, and it's coming out your what? Yes, He says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time or in the Old Testament by the will of men or women, but holy men of God, holy women of God, spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That Bible you hold, it was put together by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Yeah, God allowed men to print it out, but it came about by the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. What did the Lord say? What, what did he say? And I'm going home. Well, actually, I'm going to drive slow going home. Because I'm going to enjoy everything around me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drive slow. Because I'm going to enjoy everything around me. I sure am. Stop being in such a big hurry. It'll be there when you get there. Amen. What did you say, Lord? Let's go to uh, August 31st. August 31st, 2022, on a Wednesday afternoon. The Lord gave me a vision about next year. January 1, 2023, the Lord showed me, because what it was, I was sitting up and I was praying and talking to the Lord, and first he showed me this beautiful, I mean, oh, it was so gorgeous, this beautiful grassy hill, trees, flowers, just a slight breeze blowing. It was so beautiful. But then on the other side of it, he showed me a hill that was in darkness. The grass, the trees, everything was in darkness. And that's when he began to speak. And he says, next year is, is going to be a good year. It's going to be a good year. A, pr a plenteous year. A prosperous year. A blessed year. It is. You need to receive that. 
Because while the world going crazy next year, you don't have to. You don't have to. He says, but there will be disturbances in the world because the enemy is mad because God's church is, adva is advancing. In all of his trying, he has not, the devil has not stopped God's church. Amen. His body in the earth. So the enemy is going to try and stop the body of Christ by getting their eyes on what will be going on in the world. But the Lord said, don't be moved by what you see or hear in the world next year. But keep on your weapon, your garment of salvation, and your robe of righteousness. Amen. And what? Live. Amen. How many of you stopped driving when the gas prices went up? How many of you got milk in your refrigerator right now? Raise your hand. You got some milk in your fridge. Thank you. Because I'm going to the store when this is over, and I got to buy some milk. And I'm not, I'm not blinking an eye, because now I got my birthday. I'm going to get the milk I need. I'm serious, baby. I had already said it this morning. I said, Lord, I got to go to the store. I need to grab some milk and some other little things. And, you know, so anyway, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, KSL. I will have milk. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So you didn't stop driving. <laughs> Where'd you say? Dig it out. Oh, oh. Oh, go ahead, Deacon. Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, that's even more so. Bless you, Deacon. What did he say? A cattle on a thousand hill belong unto God. And they belong to his children. Amen. So you got milk in the refrigerator. You didn't stop driving when the gas prices went up. And I, I shared this with you. You know, a lot of money from the United States is going to help Ukraine. Yep. It's pulling a lot of money out of the United States. But we still living. We still living. You know why? Because of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's because of Jesus. Amen. And guess what? No matter what hits the world next year or tomorrow, we good. Amen. You good. Because God got you. God got you. He got you. He got your children. He's got your children's children. Your children's children. But please don't live in that little kingdom bubble and forget it's a real world going on out here. And the only reason you are blessed and I am blessed, the only reason you are blessed and I am blessed is because we are in the kingdom of the Lord. Amen. And he's taking care of us. God bless you.